Welcome to Green Energy Futures. I'm David Dodge. Have you heard the one about the wind turbine that took more energy to manufacture than it will ever produce? Well, you're not alone, which begs the question, why do we love myths so much? This week, we look at some of our favorite myths surrounding wind energy. Canada has an excellent wind resource. We have the world's longest coastline, second largest landmass, good variability of terrain. And in fact, the average wind farm in Canada is about 50% more productive than the average wind farm in Germany. And that's simply a product of having stronger and more consistent winds. That's Robert Hornung president of the Canadian Wind Energy Association, or CANWIA. He's come across plenty of wind power myths in his time. So I think my favorite myth is the common belief that when you add wind energy to an electricity grid, you need to add an equal amount of something else to back up the wind because wind production is variable. In reality, of course, wind energy production is variable, but electricity systems already have significant reserves in place to deal with the fact that you might have a large coal plant shut down or a nuclear plant shut down and you still need to deliver power. And as a result, those reserves can play a very useful role in helping to manage the variability of generation from sources like wind and solar. Feeling a little queasy? Doesn't wind power generation have an adverse effect on human health? The simple answer to that is no. The overwhelming balance of scientific evidence that has looked at this question through literature reviews and through independent studies has determined that wind turbines have no impact on human health. It's certainly true that you can look at the internet and you can find all sorts of stories about wind turbines causing miscarriages, wind turbines causing cancer, wind turbines doing all sorts of different things. But the science is quite clear on this. It says that wind turbines can cause annoyance, and that is acknowledged in the literature. But in terms of having any sort of direct impact on human health, the the literature is quite conclusive. Wind turbines do not have such an impact. Another myth that has popped up recently is that it takes more energy to manufacture and operate a wind turbine than it will ever produce. Yeah, and that's simply false. There have been many studies that have looked at the life cycle of wind turbines, All of the energy used to produce the raw materials uh, that are involved in construction and manufacturing, operation and and decommissioning of wind, and that energy is offset by the energy produced by a wind turbine within a span of 12 to 18 months. And since wind turbines have a lifespan of 20 to 25 years, that means you're getting a very large net positive benefit in terms of the energy being produced. Okay, what about that oft-repeated claim that wind turbines are bird-killing machines? Well, wind turbines do have an impact on bird life, and we can't deny that, and it's important for the wind energy industry to do all it can to mitigate those impacts. But that has to be put into context. Study after study has shown that wind turbines represent a minuscule contributor to bird deaths. Much more significant contributors are skyscrapers, transmission lines, automobiles, uh, house cats, in fact. And all of those sources of avian death are orders of magnitude larger than what we see from wind turbines. And at the end of the day, wind energy also helps us deal with what is the largest threat to avian wildlife, and that's climate change. There's no doubt that all energy production has its impacts, and it's important to reduce those impacts. But it's also even more important to be critical of wild claims you see in the comment sections online. Want to know more? Check out our blog at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge. Big win. Big win. Come on and wake us up. Blow us clean, Jake.